Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I wish I was, like, downright giddy and euphoric and... Fired up to an nth degree because of what I saw at Yankee Stadium this afternoon. Unfortunately, the Yankees had other plans. I'm going to start here, though, because I think a lot of people are wondering. And I know I had this question when fans were allowed back at Madison Square Garden and fans were allowed back at the Barclays Center for basketball, hockey, what have you, and... I wanted to know what it was like. I wanted to get the scouting report. Well, I can share with you folks that I was at Yankee Stadium earlier this afternoon. And I should have known, all right, it's not a normal opening day. When the walk from my car down... That 161st Street River Avenue area by the old stadium. Walking up by stands, Billy's. It was great. They had the outdoor setups. People were rocking and rolling. Great to see. Didn't actually make it to the bodega because I was running a little too close to first pitch because of an accident on the FDR drive. And I I realized today, by the way, folks, how much I hate driving to Yankee Stadium. I haven't done that in a long, long time. And I thought, day game, all right, I'll get destroyed on the way back with traffic. But on the way there, it was just misery. It was a parking lot, basically, from 42nd Street all the way until I hit the Willis Avenue Bridge. But, I mean, that's New York in a nutshell. I don't want traffic. Uh, There are other places to live. Uh, I get the point. But, you know, normally opening day, like, you can't move getting into the building, getting on the lines, and all that stuff. It's a different world. But I do have to say, I had no problem getting in the building. I had no problem with my overall fan experience. It was great. So for anybody wondering, first couple of games back at Yankee Stadium or when you go to City Field and how was it watching a baseball game? For me, once you get past, you know, a temperature check or showing your vaccination card or a COVID test and all that stuff. It was baseball. Game was on the field. It was beautiful to see Yankee Stadium. Forgot how much I missed watching baseball in person and can't wait to do it again soon. That was my general takeaway. It's a little chilly today. I've been to colder opening days though. 2018, right after it snowed, that was a frigid opening day. When Didi had that monster uh, monster opener. Or 2016, when I remember I was wearing the 
ski cap, the aviators. I had a mask on before they were in vogue, before COVID ever happened. I would highly recommend for anybody who's out there and you got the vaccine or you have a negative test and you do what you needed to do, go enjoy a baseball game because we all need it. It's therapeutic. It was therapeutic in more ways than one until, of course, we get to what you saw on the baseball field today. And I have to admit, it's one game. We're not going to overreact when there's 161 more games. But I left Yankee Stadium today with this general thought. The Yankees absolutely, positively deserve to lose their first game of the year. They deserve to lose. I don't want to hear about extra innings. I don't want to hear about the setup of extra innings. That game should have never sniffed extra innings. And I think what you're going to hear from a lot of different people is that the concerns that you saw on opening day are the concerns that you're going to have about the Yankees as we move forward throughout this 2021 season. A lineup that's got a whole lot of star power. A lineup that's got a whole lot of pop. But can they get the big hit in the big situation and play the sort of brand of winning baseball that you need to play if you're going to be a World Series champion? Forget about the Yankees, you know, making the playoffs and doing this. If that's in doubt, then the Yankees have bigger, bigger fish to fry than what I'm about to just say. But my hope is they win the American League. And they get to, dare I say, win a World Series. That's my hope. And their at-bats today, in big situations, stunk. To be honest, their at-bats up and down the lineup, not named Gary Sanchez. And to a lesser extent, Clint Frazier, were awful. Awful. Yankees had a chance to blow this game wide open. And I'm not just talking about DJ LeMayu getting robbed of a base hit, which probably cost you a run. Forget about that. You got the bases loaded with one out. Bases loaded, one out. And Aaron Judge is at the plate. I expect Aaron Judge to deposit one. I expect Aaron Judge to hit one a country mile. Grounding into a inning-ending double play. The absolute definition of a buzzkill. Rally killer to the nth degree. Painful. Very, very painful. Those at-bats kill you. Then you get to the bottom half of the ninth inning. And... I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be a great way to get back at the ballpark. The Yankees are going to walk this off. Going to have a little celebration. They don't do the pie in the face anymore, which is fine. I'm over that. Been there, done that. But maybe uh, Gardner would dump somebody with the bubble gum, the Gatorade, whatever. I think that's COVID approved. I don't even know who's keeping score. Regardless. Mike Tockman comes in and runs for Gary Sanchez. He's still second base. He finds a way to get to third base. You got the winning run on third base. 
with less than two outs. And you have the top of the order coming up. You got to deliver. DJ LeMayu and Aaron Judge? You can't draw it up any better if you're a Yankee fan. I even said it when I was sitting in my seats. I said, wow. Even with Judge grounding into a double play in the seventh inning, I said, you got LeMayu up in the bottom of the ninth inning with a chance to go and win the game? Perfect. This is absolutely perfect. This is the right man at the right spot. New contract. Bing, bang, boom. DJ LeMayu can't get a big hit. Grounds into a force play. Talkman goes on contact. Right move. No brainer. Thrown out. Then Aaron Judge comes up to the plate and looks completely lost. Whiffing away. Those are infuriating at bats. But the Yankees weren't done. Because the Yankees then, in the bottom half of the 10th inning, and this is where I'll probably get a ton of calls about people bellyaching about the extra inning rule. And listen, I, I'm not making tonight's show about the extra inning rule because it is what it is. You don't have to love it. If you're a purist, you're going to hate it. Get a big hit, for goodness sakes. Before you start bellyaching about a rule, get a hit. Okay? Don't leave it to extra innings and you got a chance to go and win the game. They give up a run in the top half of the inning. That happens. not Nick Nelson's fault. Nothing you can do there. You get to the bottom half of the 10th inning, and it was pathetic. From Aaron Hicks, who didn't want to swing the bat, to John Carlos Stanton, who was completely overwhelmed, and then Gleyber Torres. Bing, bang, boom, and the Toronto Blue Jays go and win the game. It's one loss. The Yankees are going to win a ton of games. The Yankees are going to be fine when it's all said and done in this division. But when this team has fallen short in the postseason over the last few years, yes, this is exactly the sort of performance that we've seen on repeat. Constantly. Time and time and time again. Hope I don't see a lot more of these. Now, I do got to give you positive notes. And I'll be more than happy to do so because it just goes to show you with certain guys, they will always be the whipping boy. They're always going to be that lightning rod one way or another. Here's all you need to know about Yankee fans and their relationship with Gary Sanchez. There's a good majority of Yankee fans who are down on Gary Sanchez, and I totally understand why. It's been a roller coaster. He's been way too up and down. He's been wildly inconsistent. All true. All fair. But then you have some Yankee fans who think he's like the worst player on the planet and that there's no ability, that there's no talent, and that he cannot be salvaged. I would bet, I'm fairly confident in saying this, the same folks who call the radio station and call me and, you know, run into me bashing Gary were probably the same dopes today who were chanting MVP when he's coming up to the plate in the ninth inning. I mean, I heard some of that today. And I'm a Gary supporter, and I, I'm rooting for the guy like crazy. I heard some of that today. I'm like, guys, honestly, let's be better, okay? Let's be a smidge smarter after two or three at-bats in what's going to be a marathon of a year. <laughs> 
couple of dopey fans aside, Sanchez's at-bats today were outstanding. They were outstanding. Provided the only offense for the Yankees with a two-run homer off of Hung Jin Ryu. He nearly missed another home run. Got to admit, the ball that he hit basically to the warning track off the end of the bat gave me some flashbacks to 2018 against the Red Sox in Game 4 when Sanchez just missed what would have been a walk-off three-run homer that would have forced that series to a deciding Game 5. Had that flashback when Gary took it to the warning track. But he had a couple hits, he showed a little hustle, and did a good job all in all, in catching Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole was good today. He was not great. He had that second inning where he gave up a run and three hard-hit balls. Then he really got into a groove, missing bats. What I noticed with Cole last year, and I've noticed it again starting off this year, he's a stud. I mean, I'm not breaking any ground here. However, he could be a little bit more economical. If there's one critique I'd give Garrett Cole, and I get it, he strikes out a ton of guys, and later in the year, I'm not going to be as concerned when Aaron Boone's going to let him go 110 or 115 pitches. You're going to say, let him rip, let it rock, away we go. First game of the year, he was only going to throw 90 or so pitches. Right move, you got a long way to go. Don't be stupid, be practical. Second inning got him from a pitch count standpoint. Then Teoscar Hernandez got him. And when Cole makes a mistake, this doesn't happen often, by the way. When he does, it leaves the ballpark. He gives up a lot of home runs. But if they're in the solo variety, you can live with that. And to pin this loss on Garrett Cole when it's a uh, 2-2 game when he leaves, nonsense. Go and score a couple runs. Yankee offense was not where it needed to be. It was great to be back in the ballpark. It was great to see good things out of Gary Sanchez. The rest of the Yankee lineup, though, it's got to be a lot better. And it will be throughout the course of the regular season. I just hope and pray that is not a sign of things to come for what I might see in October of 2021. Fingers crossed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.